Hey, it's the Brian and Kendra Show. We're here to talk about local real estate, and um, we've got a great guest today. It's the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. It is the great pumpkin. Not really, but it's the pumpkin king. Yes. Oh, my gosh. World-renowned. World-renowned. Whenever my kids were little, sorry, I'm going to take away from you. This is awesome. Whenever my kids were little, bitty, my son would go, I want some of Papa's world-famous pancakes. World-famous. <laughs> Isn't that fantastic? Yes. But for reals, um, your pumpkins have a lot more renown than Papa's pancakes did. Thank so you. you're kind of like a Woodward legend. Legend? Wouldn't you say? Think, yeah. For sure, a Main Street legend. Yeah. Like your pumpkins so are something. Aren't legends past, though? Oh. Why do you have to correct me in front of everybody? Okay, so. <laughs> legends never die. Oh, there we legends go. never okay. die. Okay, there we go. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. But so, that is the goal, to become a legend. Exactly. Yes. Well, I, mean, I think you're on your way. So, Brian Baker. Yes, ma'am. The Pumpkin King. Tell us how in the world that got started. I just wanted to do something different that nobody else was doing. And, I mean, I really enjoy growing and just being in there. Like, that's my, that's my balance. That's where I go to ground myself mm -hmm. when I'm struggling in this world. And so I put all my energy and all my anger and frustration in there, and I come out happier. I love it. I love it. Um, I sit outside in the pergola. <laughs> <laughs> that works. <laughs> For reals. Um, I, I think that's so cool. But one of the things that I've loved about just observing, because I haven't even got to go to the Great Pumpkin Drop. So Woodward has a pumpkin drop on Main Street. Um, what is this, our third year or is it the fourth year? It'll be our third. Okay. So you helped the Girl Scouts, I think. Is that right? Our first year, yeah. And they grew like this ginormous pumpkin. It's like the size of this table. 318 pounds, I think, they grew. And then, like, they lifted it way high in the air and then kaboom. But the cool thing was that I started noticing was that, um, one, it's not typical to see a pumpkin like that. Right. Right? So, I mean, how common is a 380-pound pumpkin? Uh, when when we first, when I first started, 318 pounds was, I mean, the state record was only 893 wow. pounds. Really? And a 300-pound pumpkin would still get you in the top 20 through wow. other places in the world, or in the United States especially, a 300-pound pumpkin's nothing. Like, they're growing <laughs> 2,800 pounds. They almost grew a 3,000-pound pumpkin oh this my last gosh. year. Yeah, but their growing season's got to be... Well, they're growing in That's greenhouses. Insane. Yeah, oh, there you go. And you're they're outside? They're growing in greenhouses, yeah. I do use cool. shade cloth, mm -hmm. so... And that's another thing. In gardenings, if you put up a shade cloth over your garden 30%, like, it'll really help with our sun. Really? You'll have one of the best gardens you've ever had. Really? Just knocking some of that sun off of us Interesting. out here. Interesting. All right. So um, I want to talk a couple more minutes about pumpkins because just a couple things. But then I really want to talk about landscaping because that's kind of your gig right now. Yes, ma'am. And I'm loving some of the things that you're doing. <clears throat> but pumpkins, I, you said this a minute ago, and I'm like, what? You said that a pumpkin plant grows up to 1,200 square feet. I, I put them in 1,200 square feet, yeah. So how many, off of one plant, how many pumpkins do you harvest? One. Just one. You I cut can't off, make this work in my mind. You cut off all the female flowers and all the male flowers. Once you pick out the pumpkin you want, you cut okay. everything else off. So it pushes all the energy to That's one That's how fruit. you get the big one. Right. Okay, now I get it. But you also have all these cool varieties of pumpkins. Right. Aren't you that pumpkin guy? Like, I think you are. I've grown like 67 different species of pumpkin squash gourds and you have like the ugly pumpkin and like <laughs> the warty things yeah and, yeah it's awesome i love it so much 
There's a lot of them out there. It's so cool. Like, it opened up my, I mean, I'm like, whole new world. Whenever I saw your pumpkins a couple of years ago, um, a friend of mine, we went shopping, we get some pumpkins, we go home, and I'm like, this is so cool. This is not standard, and I loved it. It was really fun. So, shout out to you. That was yep. super and awesome. And you do, you do seed trading. Right. Yes. And Which then is I, a great idea. That's a great. And this was the first year uh, I've been growing or buying seeds from uh, world-class gardening, and then they asked to start selling my seeds. So this was my first year on a big website. Oh, I sold cool. probably 50 seeds of my own seeds at $30 a seed. Congratulations. That's amazing. That, that is that's amazing. amazing. Good for you. Did you get to name your pumpkin? It's the grower's last name and the weight. So it would be oh. like the 629 baker or the 870 baker. It's your weight and then your last name. And then that's how they name it. That is so cool. I love it. Okay, so cool. well, I did not see that coming. Yeah, and then the other thing, we're still talking about pumpkins because I like pumpkins too. I know, but I I'm so excited. We were at a fair thing down in Oklahoma City uh, and was going through all the pumpkins, and this lady shows up, and she's like educating, like, this is this pumpkin and this is this pumpkin. And I was like, man, this is the ugliest. She goes, the uglier the pumpkin, the better the pie. That's true. And I was like, seriously. So then we went on the challenge to buy the ugliest pumpkin. I really think she was just doing that to get rid of the ugly pumpkins. She's like, I don't know how to sell these things. Just talk, talk this guy into telling them they're good. So and then I made an uh, pumpkin pie. I was going to say apple pie. Did you make an apple pie with that but pumpkin? Yeah. How'd it go? <laughs> so, so this is what we do wrong. Soon we are going to pit smoke a pumpkin full of pulled pork. That'll be cool. Okay, what? We saw the video. You yeah. carve it out. You set the pulled pork in there. Really? Cap it, spices. And we need it. to roast those seeds, too. Yeah. And we smoke that I got sucker. This. So, yeah. How exciting. This fall, when we get a pumpkin. When we do that, I'll make an apple pie. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I was just naming the pumpkin we're going to pick out. The the Baker 63. It needs to be a big one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, when we do this, then I'll make an apple pie, and you can smoke an apple pie, too. What if we get a turkey, too? It. Sounds like Thanksgiving. Oh, sorry. That was. How about if we do <laughs> turkey wrapped in bacon? Yeah, bacon is fine. Yeah. Not a big turkey ham fan. What are we talking about here again? Yeah, okay. We're going to talk about landscaping, and I'm so excited. Okay, so here's what's next. I want to talk first. Do you love rocks? I love rocks. I was thinking love rocks. So I was so excited that you were coming. That That's my big thing, is other than growing. Or, yeah, growing giant pumpkins. I love gems and minerals and crystals, and I've got a huge collection. I have some at the library right now. Mm -hmm. Did you go see those? No, I didn't. know. I'll have, have to, go to go down there. Those out. Okay, so um, one of your friends or family, I don't know, um, Jonathan Baird. Yep. This, Nathan had told me that Jonathan loves rocks, so I said, you love rocks, too. I love rocks. He goes, oh, you, what did he? I don't even know what he said. He asked if I lick the rocks. I don't know how to lick the rocks yet. If What's you, this all about? So if, it's definitely for like what we call a cutter. Once you lick it it'll and get it wet, it represents a polish. So uh -huh. it'll show you what it's really going to look like if you polished it up. Do you we think look, I can talk my husband into going. licking the rocks? Because I cannot make myself lick the rocks. <laughs> it's just instinct for me now. And then everybody's like, you just licked that rock. And I was just like, I did. Okay, so here's the thing. I really do love rocks. And um, in fact, like... When we go places, whenever I'm with Brian on showings, I'm like, oh, pretty rock. Like, I pick them up and put them in my pocket. Like, I am worse than my five-year-old was when she was little. That's I, awesome. I, I love not stealing it. them. You are my friend. No, I'm not stealing them. I don't steal rocks. 
Why did you have to even say that? Because you said you pick them up at their houses. <laughs> I didn't mean at their houses. <laughs> I mean, like, I haven't been known to pick them up from the parking lot. I'm like, well, this is pretty. It goes in my pocket. Um, sometimes in the Jeep, I'll have all the door handles filled with little yes. rocks that I picked up. That's it's what's awesome. up. That's my Okay, truck. So, um, so I just got married. And we we wanted to do an Ebenezer, which is a memorial, um, not in, like a not in a death memorial, like a like a happy remembering of something good that God has done. And so I've got all these rocks and I've got them all stacked. I'm ready. Um, I can't actually put them in the yard because my dog also likes the rocks, and she will. She's big <laughs> enough. She'll move my big rocks. It makes me crazy. But all this to say, so I have all these cool rocks in my backyard right now that I need to make something cool out of. I saw you do a really awesome rock garden. So in landscaping. Easy seems to be the key right now. Right. So let's start with that because I feel like this is the easiest garden. Let me is it not. Uh, don't don't hurt me. I mean, rock gardens <laughs> are easy if you stay on the weeds and okay because the dirt and the seed blow back in on top of it. Oh. You're gonna have your weed barrier down. Right. And everybody's always like, "Well, they forgot to put weed barrier." And then you get under the rock and the weed barrier is there. Sure. You always see that it's the wind and okay. blowing in the dirt in the grass seed. So you. You gotta spray something, if okay. you or just keep out there hand weeding it. But it can become more maintenance than a normal flower bed. It really, really can, yeah. Oh, they you really did. can. You just kind of dashed my dreams. They really that. can. It's okay. Okay, I can do it. Okay, yeah. so but what you just said, you said two key things. I think um, one, keeping it sprayed, so I need to keep right. a, a weed killer on it. Yeah. Um, two, I need to get out there and go ahead and pick my weeds, which frankly I think is not such a big deal with or the rocks. Or call me and I'll come and dig your weeds for you. What? <laughs> is that the service you provide? Yes. Fan freaking tastic. Okay, I will say, like legit, whenever I What's think that of you. What's phone number again? <laughs> yeah, go ahead, hurry, say uh, it now. 580 216 4639. All right, and there, there you, go. you go. The weed guy, also. Pumpkin <laughs> weed guy. Got it. Well, I'm, I like, I legit, honestly, didn't even think of that because I think landscaper, I always view this as you come in, you make it pretty, you leave, it's on me. Right. And you're saying that's not the case. Like, you legit can be contracted to come back and keep me maintained so that... To where you never even have to. You just want to come out and see it unweeded. Uh, I was there yesterday, and you didn't even know it. Like, that that's the That is goal. amazing. I I probably sound dumb to people, but I'm so used to doing things. So right. it didn't occur to me that that was a thing. So that's awesome. Okay, so Rock Gardens definitely put the weed barrier. Um, and the Rock Garden that I saw... Um, it, that had some little pebbly things, and then they put their bigger rocks, and you made them all pretty. I'm right. not saying they did it. I think you did all the work, right. actually. So is there any kind of tips for placement, what we do? What kind of rocks to use or not use? Uh, I mean, it's getting harder and harder to find river rock in Woodward. It's mm -hmm. getting really hard to find river rock. But, I mean, river rock, I don't like lava rock. I feel like it, it blows away. It floats. So... Uh, it hurts my feet. Your your river rock is really the best. And I like the river rock because there'll be chunks of petrified wood in there, and then you can right. put them in your real rock collection. Yes. That's why I like the river rock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then it's just cool because then you can put in, like, more, like, you know, driftwood, mm -hmm. uh, your antlers. You can put cactuses and pots oh, on top yes. of it instead of – you could even bury your pots in the ground and pull your pots back out. So you could put a bigger pot in, put a smaller pot, and then you pull your cactuses out and put them back inside in the winter. Okay, it never even occurred to me that that's the easy way to do that. That is absolutely brilliant to just double pot it. Yeah, and then and then Sweet. you don't lose your stuff that you got to keep because we have cold winters. Right, and right. And so you could 
that's a good way to work a rock bed is by putting in other pots and then just pulling I them back out it. and taking them inside. Okay, awesome. It's the five hours you spend in the kitchen mastering your famous recipe or spending quality time with your family. Other insurance companies may just see it as a house. It's not just a house, it's your home. Hi, I'm State Farm Agent Kevin Kanzler, and I see your home as the time and memories you put into them. I understand what your things really mean to you, and I'm here to help give them the protection they deserve. My office is located on the corner of 13th and Oklahoma and Woodward. Call me at 580-256-2216 for your home insurance today. On Point Land Survey can take care of all your residential, commercial, and industrial survey needs. This family-owned and operated business proudly serves Northwest Oklahoma. These lifelong Northwest Oklahoma residents with over 22 years of experience are ready to serve you with the latest equipment and capable trucks to get your job done. Call On Point Land Survey today at 580-256-6757 or stop by 1918 Main Street in Woodward, Oklahoma or visit their website at onpointlandsurveyok.com. Professional. Trusted. Local. All right, so since that wasn't the lowest maintenance garden, what concrete. is concrete? Concrete, exactly. <laughs> and I noticed more and more people are going to that. That was that's really that was my dream for a long time. That was one hundred percent my dream is just concrete yard. But I, in the last I don't know the last five years, I've turned into an outside person. Like I was not an outside person ever before. Like I like to go camping or whatever, but that was special and it had to be the right temperatures. Yada yada yada. Now I'm like, can we just go outside for a little bit? So now I don't want a concrete garden. Now I want to know what what would be an easily maintained um, flora and fauna. I mean, how do I get some pretty flowers and some pretty grass, but where it's manageable? If I don't have help and I can't have you come back, what do I do? Uh, I mean, well, I mean, if you can't let me come back, I'm not going to tell you what to do. <laughs> that is that is the point. But just just low maintenance native. I think that way is native is kind of the way to go there. Really looking to all our native species because you know, if you're not worried about you won't have to water them because mm-hmm. they're more used to what's out here. Right. And I really do think native landscaping is kind of taken back over because that's what brings our bees. That's we're planting yes. so many plants that do absolutely nothing but look pretty. Never even occurred to me. So and what's a plant that does nothing but look pretty versus one that, that will encourage bees? Uh, like your irises. Like, they don't really they don't do, do nothing. They don't do anything. And you then just hurt my heart. Same with, like, your, your daylilies. Like they're, and they're actually even poisonous to a cat. <gasps> really? Like, if a cat ate your daylily or... Or just a lily, not a day lily. Is it wrong? I literally just went, well, I didn't used to like lilies. <laughs> <laughs> I so, didn't know that. Yeah. It, so Interesting. Just, I mean, it really just depends on the person and what they're going for. But just a few, like, lilies and... I don't, I don't, I would say stay away from the boxwoods because Mm -hmm. I've been pulling them out and I've been convincing everybody to stay away from the boxwoods because they're always like, why do they smell like cat pee? That is their natural smell. Right. They just have an odor. That is their smell. Like everybody's like, like, cats peeing on I'm like, no, that's their smell. Mm -hmm. So I've been getting everybody to, like, they don't even do anything. Like the boxwoods, I just don't understand why everybody puts Block the view and... They yeah. are a good hedge, but out here they seem to get so patchy mm-hmm. and just die off so easy. Yes. I'm trying to think if I even, do I have those? I don't know what those things are in front uh, of my house. 
I think I've got one or two boxwoods out here under this tree. We pulled out a ton of them. Yeah, you used right. to have more. You guys are yeah. removed because yes. Jacob really liked to put in boxwoods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, tell me about yeah. some trees. What trees would I want to plant? Um, For the area. Because, I mean, Woodward doesn't have a heck ton of trees. We need, I'd like to see us get more oaks because oaks used to really be around here really good. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you go out to Bowling Springs, there's some really nice oaks and uh, black maples in there. Like, so those would be more good to be getting in our yard because, oh, I mean, the elms just take over. Like, the elms are just going crazy around here. They do. They are. Yes. And they're so, not awesome. So my, so my wife was raised on Apache Drive, and her dad planted a tree when they bought the house, oak tree. He kept saying, this will be the biggest oak tree in town. I mean, we st I still drive by that tree and like, I need to cut the, I mean, the lower limbs are like four foot off the ground, but I'm like, that tree is, it's, it's big. It's 20, 30 years old now. Wow. And it's only, you know, 30 foot tall. And you know, that dude's going to be huge. It is. It's, it's still be, young. Yeah. It's 30 years old and it's still like, I mean, I can, I think it's. I don't know. I haven't hugged it in a while. <laughs> but I would definitely. That'd be weird for the new owners. Yeah. I used to climb it, you know. I would stay away ago. from the fruitless mulberries. I would definitely really? stay away from them. Well, because we have fruited those, mulberries. The, create so they're much just falling mess. apart. Like after 20 years, the fruitless mulberries, like these storms we've been having, like they blew over like half of our trees. Really? They just get so weak. They just start falling apart. Like I lost like 20 Friday. Wow. Like all along that driveway. Yeah, my parents have some over 100-year oh, mulberry man. trees. Yeah. I'm sorry. Maple I just feel like we need to mourn one. for him because yeah. that's a heck ton of work. I know, and then that's what I do all day. <laughs> so when I drive by you it, I'm just like. don't want to do it at home. I need to clean that up. <laughs> yeah. We were talking about that because I'm always late to get my Here, I got, I got this phone number, 216. <laughs> <laughs> I am not you taking You just got to hire yourself. <laughs> just got to hire yourself. Yeah, that's how that goes. Yeah. Okay, so. Okay, but you said um, don't be planting the non-producing mulberries. And you said, but yuck, mulberries are disgusting. They are. They're a big, huge mess. But would that not be a bee attractor? Probably. I don't know. My parents have some that are over 100 years old. I mean, they are they were planted in the 19, 15, 20. Are they good for anything? Do you eat them? Do you, yeah, you can jam eat them? Do you... I've never made jam out of them, but we have. I've run lots of carpet. Jam is really good. I've never made jam out of I've them. I've run lots of carpet. <laughs> walk through the yard, then walk in the house. And you're like, oh, take your shoes off. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> wipe your feet. Yes, yeah. So that was my thing. And then the birds eat them, and then they create colored ornaments on your vehicle. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's exciting, isn't Yay. it? That's what the garage is for. So yeah, so yeah, I, I man, they're I mean they're huge and way 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 old. So it shocks me that the fruitless ones aren't as hardy as the fruited ones yeah that's i've it's that's they're just so well, the soft same, and they just start splitting yeah. and the same thing with the ornamental pear tree or whatever those are called those things uh stunned one guy he said they're only like, like a, a 20, bradford pear? yeah bradford pear 20 25 year pretty. lifespan's it i've heard that the bradford pear pollen is what really caused a lot of people problems in oklahoma oh interesting hmm. i thought it definitely cedar we should plant more cedar Oh, no, let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's not do that. Advocating them suckers. <clears throat> so he was golfing uh, with Gary Whitcomb this morning at in town, and he said he remembers 
like when those trees out there were like shorter than him. Wow. That's amazing. And those are Chinese elms, a bunch of Chinese elms. I don't which know are, what that means. They're the ones that have the little nasty. Those ugly little birds. Beetles. The little beetles. The birds. Yellow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those take beetles. over. Like those. Yeah, they do. Those in the tree, I think it's the tree of paradise. They just oh, grow so definitely fast and just everywhere. Yeah, them tree of paradise are disgusting. Yeah. Why? They, they're a weed, so you plant one here, and then the root goes over, and they plant one, and they plant one, and they plant one. Oh, plant one. interesting. And they're really weak. Like, they're not strong no. at all. Like They grow so fast. They, you you just, can't burn them. They're no. not good for anything. Do they have, like, pretty little flower things? Uh, they smell really bad. Oh, you okay. grab the leaf, it's like, oh, God. Maybe I don't know what they are. Toxic. I guess I'm going to have to look that up after the show. Yeah. So. Because I thought I had a bird of paradise tree. Whenever I lived in Wyoming, we had an octagon house, and in the corner of the bathroom, like, was dirt, and it had a tree. It had this little Probably. tree thing. And it was so pretty, and it didn't stink a bit. Mm. And it had little blooms on it. Because I didn't kill it. You didn't? No. Miracle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did not kill that. Speaking of killing things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Hens <Okay>. and chicks. <laughs> Hens and chicks. Okay, so you talked a little bit about succulents a while ago. You talked about putting some um, cactus in the rock garden and that we could do the double pot, and that was super cool. Um, but legit, so right now I have a girlfriend, and she's – got a ton of hints and chicks and she's giving away giving away giving away so we have them and i just keep looking at them going i don't know what to do with these suckers i have no idea what to do with them so what do i do where do they go uh what are they for i mean they're just to look pretty (laughs) like they don't really provide much other than a smile so (laughs) but so did irises until five minutes ago But I'm just trying to look at the whole ecosystem because we're losing our bees at an alarming rate. Mm-hmm. And if we lose all our pollinators, I mean, right. that's really going to mess the whole bug ecosystem up. And so we got to start planting stuff that the that the bees need the pollen, right. not just for us to be like, oh, that's pretty. Right. I get it. I totally and, get and it. And that's where I landscaping no has went. It's just mm-hmm. all about looking pretty. But half of these flowers that we plant don't even feed nobody. I just, and I so, had no idea. Like, because the iris is so fragrant, in my mind, that meant that a bee would be attracted to it. So right. when you said that, I was like, what? I totally mean, your, blew my mind. Your butterfly totally. bushes, like, they will bring in your butterflies, your hummingbirds, and and all your bees, and your moths. And, like, those are really good ones to be planting that will help. You know, and then your lavenders, like, those bring in lots of bugs and I mean, if you don't like bugs, then you want to stay well, away from those things. But I and I, I get it. Like I hate June bugs. I hate them. I'm sure that they have some sort of purpose. I don't kill them. Like I'm not I, snakes. How many snakes do you run into when you're landscaping? Uh, all the time. I'm anti kill snakes. Me too. I don't kill. I don't kill anything. So it's not. I mean, I it, just because I don't like it doesn't mean I. I mean, I know I need to figure out a way to coexist with the June bugs. But so help me, just keep them away from my hair. Okay. They, they definitely okay. like to they're get... they're creepy little suckers. There was one in my dog's ear the other day, like on her, she's <laughs> curly. And it was, and that was, I just pet her. And I thought, oh, God, I about died. So June bugs are not my friend. I don't kill them. It's the same thing. I recognize the bees are so valuable. And we have to do what we have to do to take care of them and to get them back and to help them repopulate. Okay, so are, were you saying, did hens and chicks help with that? Because that was unrelated. That was unrelated. Okay, gotcha. Okay, cool. That's why I said I wouldn't be good because I'm, like, I'm like all over the no, place. No, you're doing fantastic. <laughs> this is wonderful information. This is wonderful information. So a minute ago, you said one of the things that would be a simple maintained yard is to plant native things. So I immediately thought of there's a house on First Street right across from the golf course. 
that is just wildflowers, wildflowers, wildflowers. Oh, the one on the corner? Yes. That's like one of the best. Maybe it's because it's not like everybody drives by that road. But I feel like that's one of the best flower beds in town. It's really it awesome. Really is. So that would be something that we could call you and say, hey, help me mimic this, right? Right. Are those things, do they come back every year or do they have to replant them? I I think that bed, I think pretty much everything she has in that bed comes back because it's a lot of iris or a lot of day lilies, a lot of lilies, uh, a lot of cone, a lot of uh, the cone flowers. Uh, what else has she got well, in there? And then there's the one in Wildwood that's, he planted his whole yard to wildlife. Yes. That's, the whole yard. It looks awesome. like weeds. But it's all wild. If you catch it at the right season, it's like super colorful. Right. And then all the flowers die and you're like, oh, this is bad. Right. So if you go there in the winter, you think that it's been an abandoned house and you think yeah. it's probably foreclosed. But then you go in the summer and you're like, hot dang, that is yeah. cool. It's the funniest thing. But that's just part of it. Yep. But but would you mow those down? Like, would you cut those back? That's something I've always wondered is maybe they should have cut them back. A wildflower. I I, I I feel like if you're doing your wildflower field right, it's a complete cycle. You chop them off, the seed goes to ground, you till it under, they come back up. That's how it should ideally work. I mean, but if you're going with a no-till, hopefully they'll just reseed. I mean, we we see all the sunflowers, the wild mm -hmm. sunflowers come up right. every year. But who plant? You know, exactly. What, it's just the natural cycle and. Mm -hmm. I mean, a wildflower sh field should work the same way. Awesome. I think I would like that. I think I would like the wildflower field. I've been seeing some good uh, wild uh, bee balm. The bee balm's blooming right now. It's very pretty. They're a little purple, like stacked three little heads. Yeah. They're all over right now. And there's so many things you could do with the bee balm, which is bergamot. Right. So what? how much have you been doing any artificial turf? Never done any artificial turf. I have been planting grass seed. <laughs> yes. I have been growing some yards. Yeah. So, um, Nathan, I was talking the other day. You had mentioned putting in buffalo grass in his yard. I'm used to a different buffalo grass. And I thought, there is no way. It looks dead all year, and it's really hard to maintain. But once you get it growing, it never dies. But I don't know how to make it green because I was raised on buffalo grass where I live. The whole front yard is buffalo grass. It looks brown. Almost year round, you can't get the thing green. Not that, it's a, but you never have to mow it either. Never but, have to mow so it. So I got to do no a little bit water. of researching when I was doing his deal. They actually, obviously, there's a whole bunch of varieties of buffalo grass. There's definitely seven, seven really good ones. Yeah, and they've been really working on it. So I, I think that it's gonna get better. But man, and 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 they don't need nitrogen. It doesn't need feeding. You'll never get that dark. Green, no. like you'll just never get it. No, but you won't have no maintenance. You won't have to mow it. No, we you don't have to water it. You don't have to fertilize. We it. parked on it, and it was still fine. They <laughs> use it for walkways down in Texas. Yep, like they plant the whole really? their, their parking lot, their parking lot, like but right from the parking lot to the house, and then they put like stepping stones and stuff in there. But it's just Bermuda grass, and they can drive on it or not. Not Bermuda, buffalo grass. They can drive on it. It's way durable. Landing strips. There's a couple of landing strips that are all. Buffalo grass up in Harper County. It just, it only ever at max gets six inches tall. Yeah. Like and it's really like inches. grass and it's this little shoot up that has the seed on it. That's about it. And, Interesting. And that's the male. The male uh, has the seed. The female doesn't. Yeah. So, so when you go and harvest those. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's 
That's awesome. So, yeah, I, I love the idea. this mental picture <laughs> so, of Brian. I would love to plant my seven acres to all buffalo grass. So you became a little more of a believer after researching it? Well, shade. So my question is on shade. So they must have a variety for oh. shade because everywhere out. there's a tree that was dead, straight up sunshine, buffalo grass. Yeah. So, so, yeah, that's a cool thing to be looking at is low-maintenance grasses. Like buffalo, uh, Bermuda, you got to water the heck out of it. Fescue, oh, it looks so awesome. But, man, I just have to leave the sprinkler on yeah, all summer. It takes so exactly. much water. Or Bermuda takes a lot of nitrogen. Fescue takes a lot of water. And then buffalo grass just, it's just there. If you get it growing. If you get it established. Yeah, and I, so that's that's the number one goal here. Well, we want to thank you guys. Thank you for coming in. We didn't get anywhere near our notes done, so we'll have to come back. I didn't want back. to. We got exactly what I wanted. Oh, I got to come okay. back. You have to come yeah, back definitely. and talk about more things like why people love and hate monkey grass. Because it, mm-hmm. <laughs> See there. Because okay. once it gets away from it. you, it gets away from you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I don't love it. So okay. give us your number. Yes. Uh, my number is 580-216-4639. And... Uh, for my giant pumpkins, I definitely got to give a shout out to Modern Appliance. They're yeah. sponsoring me this year, so shout out to Modern Appliance. Awesome. That's awesome. awesome. Good. Local, we love local, all that local. 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 Yeah. Yep. All right. Cool. Thank you so much. We really uh, do you. appreciate you joining us today. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you guys having me on. Yeah, yeah. that was great. Yeah, I was nervous. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thank you. See you next time.